Hello, all you happy innovators out there. How are you doing this week, huh? You doing good? Are you getting ready to celebrate Christmas? It's almost time to celebrate Christmas once again. And you know, Christmas is supposed to be a time of like joy and happiness, you know? But for a lot of people, it's really not. It's not. For a lot of people, Christmas is really an emotionally difficult time of year uh, for one reason or another, you know? And uh, sometimes it seems to me that people actually get more depressed around Christmas rather than more joyful. And myself included, I will admit it. Um, So if you're one of those people that gets kind of blue when the holiday season comes around, I'd like to take this opportunity to extend to you my warmest holiday wishes to you. And I hope that this year you're able to have some fun and some joy without too much of that gloom hanging over your head, you know? And, you know, before I continue with my discussion today, I just wanted to do a quick shout out to a fan of Pipe Choir from Brazil. His name is Renato, and uh, he's a big fan of Pipe Choir, and he's been engaging me on a regular basis, you know, over the past few months, listening to the songs and the podcasts and all these things, and, and he comments on everything, and it's just very cool, you know, and uh, as you may or may not know, I'm, I'm not a really big proponent of social media, okay, and I'm aware that I need to participate in that to a certain degree if I want to maintain some kind of presence on the internet, but I generally reject social media. I kind of see it as like a fad, and I kind of see it as more problematic than uh beneficial okay but from time to time I will engage with people on like Facebook and Renato is one of those people and it's really kind of interesting I I have to say okay that you know Renato is from Brazil like I said and he speaks uh, Spanish as his first language and he speaks some English actually pretty well Okay, and I'm from America and I speak English and I can speak some Spanish, but Renato's English is much better than my Spanish. Okay, so uh, it's kind of cool that via Facebook and Google Translate and all those kinds of things, uh, Renato and I can actually have a discourse with each other and translate as we go. You know, there is no longer a language barrier between him and I. And I just find that fascinating. And the last time I talked to him, you know, we had such a great conversation. And, you know, I was actually, you know, laughing out loud at some of the things we were talking about. I mean, it was actually funny. And um, I, I just kind of told him that, you know, the next podcast I do, I might do a shout out to him because he's been such a loyal fan and he's just been 
really, really cool, and he was really pleasant to talk to. So uh, he's kind of turning me around a little bit on this whole fake book thing, you know. I gotta maybe give it a second look and and maybe uh, give it a second chance, you know. All about second chances here. So anyway, I want to break away a little bit from the confusion uh, theme that I was hitting on for the past couple podcasts, and I want to talk today about something that I've really been thinking quite a bit about lately, okay? Um, Especially because it's the holiday season. And um, what I want to talk about today is uh, marriage and vows and divorce and I guess kind of like families, you know? Because the holiday season is kind of like a, a roundup or a, a wrap-up of your family for the year. You kind of see where everybody is. You kind of see how they're doing. You're talking to them and you know reconnecting, usually face-to-face. And, uh, you know, that can be complicated <laughs> or not. You know, it can be very pleasant. But um, around the holidays... Uh, You know, I've noticed that, you know, rather than being filled with joy and happiness, most of the people I know actually kind of get a little depressed and a little saddened, you know, for one reason or another. And everybody has their own reasons and their own story, you know. But, you know, I've just been thinking about this lately, and I don't even really know why. I guess maybe it's because, um, you know, I saw this television series um, a while ago man maybe like three or four years ago it was was called Enlightened and it starred Laura Dern who's one of my favorite actresses and she produced it she wrote it you know co-wrote it or whatever so this was like her project and it was a really great show but um, there was a particular part of this story Okay, in this show, Enlightened, that kind of struck a chord with me. And it was dealing with this character's divorce with her husband on this show. Okay, now, they kind of spent the series kind of showing you the relationship in the state that it was in after they divorced. Okay, and then maybe towards the end of this show, they showed you what happened and why they got divorced. Okay? Now, this probably doesn't seem like a big deal to anyone. You're probably like, why is he talking about this? Like, But... This is what I'd say to that question. Alright? Um, I come from a long line of men who remained faithful and loyal and married to their wives. There wasn't a whole lot of divorce in my family, okay? And I myself have been married once, and I've been married for 13 years, and it's been a great 13 years, okay? So, uh, you know, it's not difficult, from my perspective anyway, being married to someone for 13 years is not difficult. It's a pleasure. It's, it's easy to do, and 
as long as you are married to the right person or whatever, you know, and I know that I am, I'd like to think, at least I'd like to believe, okay, <laughs> I uh, will say that I believe that I have married the right person, okay? Do I know for sure? No, I don't know for sure, but I believe that I have. And so I don't really have that much experience with this whole divorce thing. And I'm aware of it, you know, I'm aware and I care about it to a certain degree, but that's what I want to talk about today, okay? And that's what I saw in this show, okay? I kind of saw it being illustrated for me on the screen, okay, and then a story, but it was presented to me in a way that made me rethink what divorce actually is, okay? And I guess my normal mode of thinking over the past, you know, however many years of my life about divorce, my understanding of divorce, it was always in the context of the children, you know, the collateral damage of a divorce. Oh, it's such a pity. Those poor kids. It's really bad for the kids. Or, oh, that house was so beautiful. Now they're going to have to give it up. Or, wow, you know, they had it all. And now they're going to have to split it down the middle, you know, and move on. And that was kind of like the understanding I had of divorce. Like, uh, divorce is so commonplace that it's no longer even really considered a tragedy. It's like you're given a a certain window of time post-divorce to get over the situation and move on. You know, and if someone walks up to me now and they say, oh, you know, I got a divorce. It's like, oh, yeah, okay, that's too bad. You know, sorry to hear that anyway, you know, because it's like it happens so frequently. It's like it doesn't really mean anything. Right. But that's the wrong way, obviously, to be thinking about that. Okay, and I don't want to talk about the tragedy, you know, for the children, Uh, you know, no. And I don't want to talk about like, you know. Their estate, you know, and how it's going to have to be split down the middle. This is what I want to talk about, okay? The relationship between these two people that fell apart, okay? It sounds really simple and probably silly, but, you know, you have these two people that, you know, at one time were dating or something. You know, and dating for however long, and then decide to get married. You know, they're in love with each other, and they make the promise, you know, that contract that that binds them to each other forever. Okay, and that's what marriage is. Okay, it's it's a. It's an official way of saying to another human being, okay, no matter how bad or good life gets, okay, no matter what comes at us throughout the duration of our lifetime, okay, I will be with you. We might lose everyone and everything, but you will not lose me. I will be with you no matter what. If you 
lose a limb, if you get sick, if you get rich, if we get poor, no matter what happens, I will be by your side. And when you're old and you're falling apart, I will be there to put you together again and vice versa, right? No matter what, no matter what, no matter what happens, we will be together forever until we die and maybe even beyond, right? And then something happens, you know? Maybe it's more than one thing happening. Maybe it's a series of events that take place. And for one reason or another, okay, this promise that was made between these two people, okay, is now dissolved, rendered null and void. And that couple that dated, that fell in love, and decided to bind themselves together like that have now changed their mind. Okay? And it may sound strange to you, okay? But I never really thought about it like that. When I heard about someone I know getting a divorce or something, honestly... I would kind of just roll my eyes like another one, you know, of course they got a divorce. That's what people do now, you know, almost like cynical, right? But it's wrong. It's wrong. And it's truly, truly tragic. Yes, it's tragic for a family when it's a broken home. It's difficult for the children, yes, and it is tragic. And all the things that come with a divorce, even the friends of that family and the relatives that grew to love that person that's no longer going to be their in-law or whatever, okay? Those things are terrible and it is sad, it is. But let's focus just for right now on those two people, you know? And I can't help but wonder, okay, having been married myself for a while now, okay, I wonder how many of those people that have gotten divorced, okay, and maybe some of them moved on and they had a new family, a new beginning with a new husband or a new wife or whatever, how many of them still carry deep down inside of their being a sense of sadness for that relationship that was lost and that promise that ended you know they wanted it to be forever and not so much it's not how it turned out you know for one reason or another and and okay What's even worse when you really think about it is sometimes when a divorce takes place, it's not mutual, you know? There may be one partner in that promise that isn't ready to dissolve that promise. They're not ready to let go. They still want it to be forever, you know? 
but it's out of their hands. It's in the hands of that other person that they put their trust in. And now it's ending for them and they don't want it to. They're not ready for that. You know, that happens too. Can you imagine the sadness, you know? You know, forget everything else. Forget the periphery, the children in the house and the cars and the job and the whatever, you know? Just just ponder for a moment that relationship that's been lost, you know? And just how sad it is. And, you know, that's really all I wanted to talk about today. You know, my sense of, I guess I would say it's like an almost like a new sense of understanding about divorce and how painful and how sad that must be for a lot of people. And that doesn't mean that these people are, you know, going through life, rubbing gravel through their hair and sobbing over the loss of their spouse, you know, their first spouse from their first marriage, but maybe a part of them is. Maybe a sliver of their being still does. From time to time, there's this tug, you know, because it was supposed to be forever, and it wasn't. And it ended, and things changed, and they went their own separate ways. Can you imagine? And I wonder, during this holiday season, you know, at this time of year that normally hovers around family, you know, the basis of the holiday season is a reconnection to your family, right? No matter how dysfunctional they are. And I can't help but wonder how many people there are walking around out there that have this inner sadness in them for that first marriage that ended. And they don't really talk about it and no one really asks about it anymore. But it's real pain and real sadness. And I just kind of wonder if maybe that kind of sadness and that kind of pain doesn't ever really go away. It might diminish, but it never truly goes away 100%. You know, that there might be a part of a person's personality at their core, maybe, that just kind of aches a little bit when they think about that first marriage that ended. I just wonder, you know? So... If you know somebody out there this Christmas that is divorced or has been divorced, maybe show them a little extra love and compassion this Christmas. If not for any other reason, then I suggested it, okay? Let's all do that. If we know people who have been divorced or maybe are in the process of getting a divorce, regardless of whether they remarried and moved on, 
let's just extend a little bit of extra attention and love and compassion to those people that we know that have been divorced and have experienced lost love. And that's all I really wanted to say about that. So for now, this is Mike Bostwick from Pipe Choir Records signing off. And on behalf of both my wife and myself, we would like to wish you all a very happy and safe holiday season, okay? And remember, folks, if you want to keep what you've got, you've got to give it away. Take it easy.